in new study explores how improvements in economic conditions of Indian women has led to decline in undernutrition, but it has also led to increase in overweight among adolescents and women. A research published in the journal Lancet recently claimed that fire-related deaths among women in India are highly underestimated. Now here, her fears. IIIT Delhi researcher has used sounds or sonification to represent data to sensitize policymakers in the issue of rising crime against women. From the hashtag Tribe Studios, I am Shino with your hashtag Women Research Summary for Thursday, November 5, 2020. First up though. Scientists call this a double-edged sword when it comes to addressing the problem of undernutrition among women and growing up girls. Between 2016 and 2017, Lancet published a series of articles examining body mass index trends of 200 countries. India ranked the highest in underweight burden with over 100 million women being underweight, contributing to 41.6% of the global burden. One in five girls in the age group of 5 to 19 years were either severely or moderately underweight, which was the highest in the world. On the flip side, India recently ranked third highest for obese women, with 20 million women affected. Clearly, a rising socio-economic status also led to decline in intake of nutritious food. A team of nutrition experts from Emory University, Atlanta, and the International Food Policy Research Institute, Washington, examined this double-edged situation. In the National Family Health Survey reports published between 2006 and 2016, these researchers found that the prevalence of underweight among young women in India decreased from 33% to 19% and from 43% to 38% among growing girls or adolescents. But in stark contrast, prevalence of obesity increased from 15% to 24% among adolescent women and from 3% to 5% among growing girls. The key reasons were improved diet diversity, improvement in socioeconomic status, living in urban area, higher education levels, better sanitation facilities, and early age at first birth. The state-level prevalence of underweight among women in 2016 ranged from 6.2% in Kerala, 28.6% in Jharkhand to nearly 1 in 2 adolescent girls in Gujarat. Obesity prevalence among adolescents ranged from 14.5% in Andaman and Nicobar to 2.4% in Jharkhand in 2016. Researchers have now cautioned that undernutrition elevating programs should avoid communities where prevalence of overweight and obesity are on the rise. While low-income communities have sacrificed nutritious diet for cheap, affordable food, including street food. On the other hand, the malnourished are stuck in the vicious cycle of disease and poor immunity because of unclean surroundings. While the affluent are stuck in the sedentary lifestyle and have access to unhealthy food. But what we need to do is not just to eat enough, but to eat right. Coming up, busting the kitchen accident myth. 
A new study finds out that fire-related deaths among women in India are highly underestimated. Fire accident is the only category under unnatural causes where more women die than men. A cluster of risks ranging from use of unsafe kerosene cookstoves, highly flammable garments, to incidents of sacrificial suicide and interpersonal violence are turning life-threatening for women. A new study published in the Lancet Journal, authored by Kavi Bhalla and Prachi Sangvi of the Department of University of Chicago's Public Health Sciences, claims that the number of victims of such fires are highly underestimated. The study quotes the 2013 Global Burden of Disease study, which had estimated more women in the age group of 15 to 49 years in India who had died in unintentional fires than in childbirth. This was 20 times than in the rest of the world. But in 2016, the same Global Burden of Disease study lowered the 2013 estimates of unintentional fire deaths in India by three quarters. Prachi and Kavi Bella's research study claimed that in India, an estimated 1,60,000 women died in fire incidents annually. This was six times the figure reported by official national statistics. The researchers cited how the civil registration system certified fire-related deaths in three states far exceeded the global burden of disease study estimates of 2016. In Delhi, Civil registration system reported 260% higher fire-related incidents than global burden of disease study estimates. In Karnataka, civil registration system reported 93% fire deaths than global burden of disease study. Many burn injuries and deaths inflicted by partners, in-laws or by women themselves are classified as accidents, according to this 2016 study. The research paper, Busting the Kitchen Accident Myth, Case of Burn Injuries in India, conducted by the Center for Enquiry into Health and Allied Themes and the Tata Institute of Social Sciences, both in Mumbai, analyzed 22 cases of burn injuries among women, of which 15 were reported as accidents. The investigation revealed that only three were accidents, while Others were self-inflicted injuries or injuries caused by others. The study also revealed that 19 out of 22 women were at the time experiencing domestic violence. In the end, global burden of disease study and civil registration system estimates are increasingly being used for priority setting and resource allocation in India, but the incorrect representation of fire-related deaths may harm efforts to address this issue of critical importance to women's health. Now hear her fears. That's how a rising crime graph against women will sound like if sonification is used. Data can sometimes be dense and difficult to look at, but a technique known as sonification giving data an auditory representation can give a different perspective on any data set, like the rising crime against women. Data scientist Surbhi Nath of Triple IT Delhi has found data sonification to be effective in sensitizing policymakers towards rising crime graph against women. 
Surabhi got the data on the number of crime cases against women for 35 Indian states ranging from 2001 to 2012 on nine crime categories comprising of rape, kidnapping and abduction, dowry debts, assault on women, cruelty by husband or relatives, immoral traffic, indecent representation of women and total crimes against women. She then assigned six different women screaming sound effects with increasing harshness in timbre to serve as auditory icons to these different crimes. These screaming sounds were according to her the most natural sounds to characterize pain or misery of the victims. When Surabhi asked 20 participants to hear the sonification, she found that 85% of the respondents agreed that the audio format data representation was meaningful and that they could understand the varying trends in the crime data. 65% of the respondents thought that the crime rates in states had increased. 30% said that they oscillated across states when considering number of crimes or between years and about 5% thought crimes decreased with time. But 90% of these volunteers agreed that the method was impactful. So that's it for this week. I am Shaino, the host of Hashtag Women signing off and will be back with more research on women issues.